you hit the button right? I hit the button right. Okay, good. Just right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, we're back. Back once again. Back once again. Lots of breaks. With the ill behavior. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Welcome back to your regular scheduled program, I guess. Yeah, y'all are finally back. I never left. I was waiting here on Thursday. <laughs> no one showed up. <laughs> you really just were you too and Chance. <laughs> Hanging that, around. Yeah. You should have just done a special episode of you just talking to Chance. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be an episode right there. Thank you for watching Chance. How was it? Was he a good little boy? Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> just anytime he went outside, he was reckless. Yeah, he still is. Yep. That's that's chance. And then besides that, it's just hanging out at the building like always. Yep. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch him once. Yeah, I kept one night with Chance. He was a he was looked sad and then just lays down right on top of you. <laughs> yep. He's a good boy though. That's how it goes. I'm sure he enjoyed having one less ride in the truck, so Yep. But everyone's back. How was vacation? Much, There's two vacations. Yeah, needed. you were gone for a while too. Yeah, I took the whole week off. Shoo, it was good. Heck Got a lot yeah. of riding in. Man, I love PTO. Yeah, it was vacation time off. <laughs> VTO. How many different places did you ride? Um, it was four days and five. Destinations, yeah, something like that. Not too bad. Windrock, then Pine, Big Creek, Jared's, and Canuga. Pretty solid little lineup. Yeah, yeah. Solid. yeah. Nice little tour around the southeast. Little tour, yeah. It's it fun to get out of Georgia too. Got some other stuff. Yeah, and you started in North Carolina with the family and everything. Didn't ride out there, really. Well, no, like, I didn't bring the bike for that. We were just there for two nights. Yeah. Just to spend Christmas up there, and it's far north in Winston-Salem. Oh, uh, yeah. So you go past everything, keep driving for like three hours, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> but good vacation for me. How was your vacation out west? It was good. Mid-ski conditions compared to last year. It's uh, <clears throat> easy to forget because even this, in December last year when we went out, <clears throat> we had um, good snow then also, but it was like just a killer season overall. There's been plenty of times when I've gone in December and there was less open. So, I mean, it wasn't frozen. Snow was soft. Plenty of stuff open. Yeah. Plenty of people out. It's expectations, right? You got to understand like Christmas to New Year's is their busiest time out there. So you can just see like the crowds just coming and going, mm-hmm. massive lines building up, a lot of people getting hurt, a lot of little, a lot of joeys. Oh, Blaze, yeah. my brother is trying to ski with my niece, and he's like, he's like, the skiing's fine, the beginners line is so long. I was like, yeah, vacationers, they just vacationers, them like their kids, their families mm-hmm. are just like out there, just straight to the beginner slope. Yep. So as yep. soon as you can get her off the beginner slope and on something else, you at least get moving faster. Because that thing is so slow. But sounds bumpy sometimes. Skeet a little bit. We'll, we'll race. When we, go, when we go next, we'll race well. Yeah. 
But you have to be on skis. That's what I'm saying. So like, oh, we'll see how I can if yeah, I can keep just, up to you on skis. All right, just point them downhill. Yeah, that's when I get squirrely. That's why I was like, I told Will going from snowboard to skis, like, man, and slap the tip of those skis together. So much going down the mountain, especially when it gets a little bumpy. Like I'm like crush. I'm like I'm crushing. I'm crushing. Good turns. Like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like I have no independent like foot control in that sense. Yeah. That's where I struggle. And when I get going fast, it does not look pretty. I get like the wide, low squat with like my arms out wide or something, you know, like that kind of sketchy feeling. Yeah. <laughs> something like you instinctively see my niece doing at four years old. And that's why I'm like, ah. <laughs> Embracing yourself. <laughs> but you lose complete control when you start doing that, honestly. But yeah. yeah. It was good though. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Trying to ride my bike. No vacation for you. Just my staycation. Yeah. Back to work. Back to work. How was it last week? Rainy week. Um. Yeah, a little soggy. Got some work done on Dong Fang, the storage unit, and chipping away at the climb trail. Yep. But exciting news on that later. But yeah, it's always just been climb trail for the last three, four weeks. Yep. A battle of finding the right conditions for it to finish it and everything, yeah. Overall, it went well because there was little to no watering needed. Yeah. Because there for a second got rain over the weekend, and then it made it nice for working during the week. And this juggle of that and all that. and It's one of the best parts about the winter is not having to fight water. Yeah. Oh, that climb show would have been a battle for finding water because it would have been the quad yeah. or running the hose up parts of it, but the hose would have only made it so, so far. The quad tank would have done half a straight. Yeah, if that during mm, the dry days. I did, I guess I did one part with the quad and it was just so dry that it didn't even really pack. So yeah. You'd probably a whole, be less I than remember that. that. Yeah. You put like a whole tank in. Like not, not even that long of a straight. Yeah, section. And then when you went to pack it. It's just dust. Yeah. So we What's needed the, rain. What does so, the uh, pressure washer put out? What do you mean? Like, what's its output? I don't know. Even if you just say 10 gallons per minute. 10 gallons per minute. And, like, the average straight on that would probably take 5 to 10 minutes to water. Mm-hmm. It's a good bit. Yeah. The water quad took, takes, like, 15 gallons, 25 gallons, something like that. Be a lot slower. Yeah. And it only outputs like three gallons a minute or something. Mm -hmm. Slow. And we are, <clears throat> we're in winter where it wasn't just rain, it was long rain. Yep. Which gets to that deeper soak. I mean, even today, finishing the last little bit of the climbing trail that on some of it, the top section was still dry because like the sun came out and it looks a little dusty. But when you're packing it, it was packing it into what was wet down below because of like freestall and amounts of rain that we did go to consistently like, stuff was still like damp yeah still damp yep how many days now past rain like probably five uh four? it, it kind of resets every day because of the freeze thaw, the freeze thaw so yeah, yeah. It just last it, weekend yeah last week so it just it keeps rained. it moist for that long mm -hmm. yep it's been pretty good um Got some trees down too. That was a whole adventure. Got a lot of trees down. Mm -hmm. Did you count them all? How many you dropped? No. 
You don't, At you don't least have a, a dozen. Lot. You need to be carrying around. Probably a close little, to 20. You need to be carrying around a little notebook, date, time, some details of the tree, how he felt about your cut. <laughs> Keep a log. I had, <laughs> I had two that were perfect. I yeah. know that for sure. So you could draw those some pictures. Felt good. You could draw some pictures if you wanted. Yeah. If you had a Polaroid, you could attach a picture in the notebook with it. Mm hmm. That Why sounds like a lot of like work, though. One? There's a couple, um, well, maybe just two I can think of bad drops. Um, If you're talking about. That didn't fall. Yeah. There was the one you left for me, and then the one yeah. you dropped on the other one. That was just silly. Yeah, and <laughs> I was intentionally trying to put it there to try to like weight it down to push yeah. it further, and not a good idea. But it was a good. Tree, it was a good drop, but that, it did not do no, what was that, intended. That tree needed the machine to get it out, and that's what we did. So yeah. No more hazardous trees over Ladybug or the Climb Trail. Yeah, so I've got two positive. big hazardous trees that have been there for a while. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's one of those things. It's just hard to find the right time to do it. Sometimes it's the perfect just, time to yeah. do it. Yeah. New trail. And so help to have the machine it, up you just there. just fix it. Yeah, help to have the machine up at the top area to move yeah. some stuff around. Yeah, those two over... I, you were trying with the come along to pull the one down. But yeah. I don't There's know. no way. I don't know if that would have happened would have in any sort of timely manner. No. Or safely. No. The machine was just Yeah. Convenient and happened to be right there. Yeah. It was good. It was good. We turned one of the trees into a skinny option. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be at the entrance to Ladybug. Did you build a little downbridge off it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He did. Will was very against it. I thought you were joking. You're like, I'm going to, this afternoon, I'll build a little down bridge, like a little down ramp. I was yeah. like, ha funny guy. It's already done. Hey, he's got all of his scraps set up on the dong thing yeah. set up next well, to it. Well, they're yeah. all laying out in the gravel, but. Yeah, they're not organized. Easy to pick through. Because <laughs> it's not done. It's not done yet. Easy to we're going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. Easy to pick Easy through, to pick through, through yeah. That is true. It looks good. You can drop it. You can definitely carry speed off. Yeah. It's something you could break down. Like, has a good elevation on it. So you could be on the brakes down. There's a you, decline to it, but not too yeah. fast. It's not crazy, but you could definitely like drop it out the flat. But mm -hmm. Drew, I was like, that's nice. Like you got to work that still, right? It's a technical drop off of it with the wood that he built, but definitely gives you what you need to like pump down it. Yeah, yeah. Start a ladybug. If yeah. you're cool, got you could maybe like go all the way to the end and then manual down that. Let's see you try it. Will the cool thing? Okay, I will. You know that little rock on the left that sets you up very poorly for the yeah the, the turn I, i'd imagine someone might try to jump from jump that on it. onto it yeah, yeah. like charlie or something yeah i'd love to see that yeah that would be pretty cool that'd be cool yeah so film that one for us charlie yeah thanks thanks <laughs> or igor igor has that capability too. he would gap in the one I'm Spicy. sure he could. I, I mean, I didn't look to see how close they were. I'd have to relook at it. But if you could do a slow speed hop over to it, you think it needs to be at speed? That's a good bit of distance. If I you, mean, if, if you're a you trials kinda, guy, if you, you kind of tried to like undershoot it a little bit, the like close side to the rock, the right side of the log is probably you could probably ride out of that. Yeah, the entrance to it is kind of set into the ground, so yeah. 
It's not too spicy. No. If you no, it's slip easy a to get on to. Yeah. But it is long. Yep. So check that out next time you're on Ladybug. Yeah. It was crazy to see I got up to the top of the climbing trail. Will was actually on the hand tools. <laughs> raking away. He wanted to be done should with I, it. Dude, you should have seen me on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, was it yeah, Tuesday afternoon that I started pickaxing? Yeah. Me and my I, I saw you trying so hard, I was like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I know. I kept looking at the chair like, where's Drew at? <laughs> He's up there just futzing around with the come along, trying to pull this tree down. I mean, me and Jason already had a game plan. Poor Jason was right there with you doing the same thing. And we're just going to kick for half a day. We're going to kick some rocks out of the way and then just pack it, basically. Yeah, but it turned out great. It did because you came up and turned it up with the machine. Well, the section before that, too, because I came up and turned it up with the machine. That was my hands. Yeah. On what? On the climbing trail? Yeah, I took the Rogo rake, and it was because it rained a lot, and it never got finished, and people rode it. It got hard packed, mm-hmm. but not in a smooth way. Like deep ruts? Some deep ruts, but just a lot of like undulation, rocks yeah. left underneath. So, uh, And it was all frozen, so I took the Rogo rake. Just basically just like a wide pickaxe with a bunch of teeth and just chopped it all up. Yeah. Made it a whole straight. It did look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worked. All yeah. right. I packed in a good bit of that for you. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. So, and then, yeah, got the machine. Especially when you come around, I'm, I'm going to be take take my vacation, my supervision time. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, so. I needed a little little handwork. That is one of the situations that Josh sent us when we talked about trail tools. That trail tool company I sent to y'all. Yep. And they have one that's like the rake kind of, but they're spiked down. So it's, it's like the clay master for like really, really thick hard clay. So there's that company and there's a I forgot what it, what's the trail company a trail boss tools, I'm pretty mm. sure. There, it's a collapsible system basically. Yeah. So the heads come off, the handle collapses. Yeah. I want a wood handle. Want a wood yeah. handle, but the head design looks really nice. I yeah. think so. That was a similar one. That's what led me to one. I think the one Josh sent me had wood heads. It had a similar design to that with the spike, but it had a wood handle on it. I think I'll have to pull up that link, but it, the, because I pulled it's, it, it's like more of a traditional McLeod, which is not a tool that we have really. Yeah, have we've got one of them. Mm-hmm. I think I threw the head away. But a little heavier, a little bit spiked on the raking the teeth, and it's really kind of like chunking up harder. It's, it's basically like a slimmed down tamper with teeth on one side. Yeah. So you can like, you can uh, pickaxe yeah. with, it's just like, I've used them, I've owned one. It's, it's kind been, of an unwieldy tool. It's very specific. Like you wouldn't use it on our normal finishing, but like. For us with like our dirt type too, uh, like a, a standard pickaxe yeah. works so much better. Where it would like in refinish where I can see it happening. So if like there's a hole or something in like double wide that's been really well finished and it's like really packed in and you just need to like chunk up around the hole and then pack all, uh, that whole area in better. But sometimes that dirt gets so hard you have to use a pry bar. It would, yeah. Yeah. But that's, but that weight to that because it's almost like it's, it has those teethy rakes and it does have a little bit of weight to a McLeod. Yeah. Well, I feel like fitment is probably something to consider too. 
Because you like the long handle hoe style. I like the longest handle yeah. you can get. And then I like the traditional pickaxe, uh, matic. Yeah, matic handle. handle. But if that was like eight inches longer, then that would probably be perfect for me. That would stop like the hunching over, but I feel like that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Finding good handles is hard too without ordering them. That is the hardest part. Yeah, I didn't like the one I sent in the the group chat, the trail tool. Oh, he I, opened up the bottle. I didn't like the, uh, I hope he didn't swallow any plastic. <laughs> uh, uh, Chance has got a, what is it? What is it called? No, he just uh, destroyed a, a mountain explosion chewy rubber dog toy. And he's taking the bottle cap off of it. He's pumping. It's just it shredded. It's a, in the shape of a glass bottle. It's not in him. It's. On the floor over I think there. we talked about in the last episode how awesome it'd be if you could actually get Mountain Dew in a glass bottle, but playing glass No, bottles. we definitely did, and I would have remembered how stupid that was. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Mountain Dew. I'm pretty sure I mentioned glass bottle because of that got brought up. Yeah. It's something I've always kind of wanted to do, though, is just get a blank of ash and spend some time and, like, make a full handle. Mm-hmm. If you just, like, you just get a blank rough cut ash piece yeah and whatever length you can make we could make whatever style shape handle we want you could yeah. make that matic style handle but however many inches longer that'd be cool it'd be a fun process to do mm-hmm. especially with that one like you said too which because that's a that's a pass-through one yep. which is different than some of the other ones you which we struggle with which is different attachment the pass-through on that is nice yeah because you can just like get it wide and then hammer it onto that and then kind of trim it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's just nerdy tool talk, I guess. It's interesting though, cause there's, you brighten that up and then like you start getting advertisements on Instagram, but there's like, there are now probably like five, six different companies doing different variations, collapsible handles, non-collapsible handles. I don't, I do agree. That I, collapse, I, we would I do like, I would love handles. to own a set of, I think if I was to get one, it'd probably be the trail boss. They're like tried and true lifetime yeah. warranty. I think, I think for our purpose at Jared's place, we'd beat the heck out of the like collapsible handle ones, but there are times where it makes sense, say if you're managing the Pinhotes or you're going farther for, out, but like for backcountry, like yeah. rogue work, something like that, like or if you're mm-hmm. say you're like doing big creek maintenance and it's like something way out on a trail and you want to ride your bike to mm-hmm. you buy the backpack with it and you collapse it all, put it in the backpack mm-hmm. and you ride really easily with yep. it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's good for certain types of specific, like there are certain types of maintenance. With us, we would. It's not as applicable as we we just put so much volume through it, but it does make yeah. sense. So yeah, or rogue trails like you're saying, there's something way out there you're trying to, or it's just something that you have to pedal out to. But yeah, if you're way out in the back country, rocks and stuff. I mean, also. It, we could use it like doing something like in a weird spot on local pro, where it's like harder to access and the fastest way to get there is on bike i figure but we most of our use stuff has good tools. access yeah and there's very little of like one person going out to fix something usually it's yeah as a team or something yeah there's not really many spots where 
it would it would be faster to bike yeah. than to quad. Yeah, the only convenience is like put it in your backpack so you don't have to carry it on your shoulder for maybe half a mile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything we do have pretty good. I mean, just trail work. We do have pretty good access. Like, yeah, the longest hike would be local pro all the way out there. Before we had our Moochie and the Dongfang local pro cut across trail, though, like accessing some parts of local pro in between where the top of the service road and the very top are, mm-hmm. those were kind of difficult. Yeah, that's true. Our Moochie helped a lot, and then, but and nothing like unreasonable to hike. Mm-hmm. nothing nothing more than like a half a mile yeah and the gravel land service road kind of helped a little bit too yeah that's that's nice and different like i mean for us having service roads and being accessible is important for customer safety yeah but yeah i would i would like to own a set of trail boss tools those would be cool something fun to play around with Go out and act like I'm gonna go do some work somewhere and just ride around. With them. <laughs> you build, include in your build out for your crappy old long van, your, your sketchy old little ice cream truck. No, I don't have a full <laughs> set of tools in there. About seven Home Depot buckets, because the first two will break. No, the About- second two get holes in the bottom. The third two, those will be the good ones, and the last one's just a backup. I thought it was gonna be five, uh, or six or seven, like one to sit on and five or six to play, so you can make some money on the streets playing the, no. <laughs> the drum slipped upside down outside your van. No, I'm talking about hauling dirt, hauling dirt, baby. <laughs> Move hauling around buckets, that. dirt excavation we're also pretty lucky we haven't had to haul that much dirt recently gravelange is like the most like bucket dirt we've had a haul like consecutively in a while y'all haul a lot on gravelange mm-hmm. mm. you would have hauled a lot more if you didn't take the little machine back mm-hmm. up in there that would have been awful yeah. well, we would have hauled the same we just would have been pickaxing and shoveling a lot more to get that dirt yeah that part would have taken us a long time well we probably would have hauled a lot less honestly because we have been like, that's good enough. That berm, <laughs> that berm wouldn't be that big. That berm would not be that good. But yeah. Um, I think some excavation stuff would be beneficial to some of our trails. What Just like have like a little clay quarry somewhere on property. That we get haul dirt in from? Yeah. Even if it's like I would, 10 see, buckets worth or whatever, right? Like Something. It's hard to find like the good dirt. Like I would like mm-hmm. to find or manufacture a sand clay mix. Yeah. Because the full clay, although it's easy and good to work with, kind of mm-hmm. sucks long term. Yeah. And riding in all conditions where if it's, you find the sandier stuff, which a lot of the top is, though yeah. there's a lot of rock mix in there that sandier stuff holds up a lot better mm-hmm. but then you don't weather. want the big rock in it you got to get filtered out the big rock yeah i mean there's got to be research on it. i remember specifically like in one of the um burn peak now it used to be seth spikes hack now burn peak videos but like he was bringing in dirt for his backyard and everything and he was talking about a specific mixture that he was looking for for yep. that and so there's like dirt like for moto and everything like research on like 
dirt specifics of like clay and sand qualities and how it like main maintains over periods of time and wears and stuff. Well, if when you order dirt, you can either ask them or test it yourself. And it's easy to, to test dirt for its its contents. Mm-hmm. You just take Sift a mason jar. You, know, you take a mason jar, put a sample in there with some water, shake it all up, and then let it settle. And it'll settle into its layers based off uh, density. Okay. Yeah. So then, you but just... you can yeah you can be specific on like where you're getting your dirt from, mm-hmm. like and what ratio from. you want and stuff yeah. like that. If you go to the right type of like dirt company that has different options and stuff yeah like i'd like to have the dirt they have down near big creek like that a lot of that stuff is just the perfect clay sand mixture with not a lot of rock in it yeah like aj's yeah yeah and big creek too and that's the same area yeah so nice to work with yeah and rides really well maintains well as well yeah yeah so that is the other thing too. Sometimes the clay does get so hard that when you go to maintain it, it is like yeah, you you have to take the pry bar to it or something like that. Yep, it's so packed in. Say so no, it's good, unless it's messed up and it's unless <laughs> <laughs> it's good until it's not good, and then it's a pain in the ass. Oh boy, there's some bomb holes on double wide, dude. Oh yeah, like some. Fatty wampus bomb holes. It's been over a year. It's been a year and four months. Yeah. So it's been, it's been out there. Yeah. It's probably one of, if not our most popular trail. So yeah, sees a lot of tires. It still is in its current state. Mm-hmm. People still love it. Yeah. I still love it. It's still good, even with the holes. You can work around them and stuff. You still have a great time on that trail. Yeah, and we talk about even our holes are still relatively not that bad. Highland had some freaking holes in its trail. I'll tell you what. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So like it's relative. I think the holes that we do get, I guess the first time around, like the ones on Armucci, it's just because of like poor soil composition. It's just yeah. organics pushing through. But once we fix those, I feel like it lasts really long. And then that's just high wear on double wide, and ma- and some drainage issues. There's so causing a, it, but otherwise a, a it's, few sections of drainage issues, but yeah, most of them the, and like the bigger ones, there's only a couple of them, but it's yeah, but it's it's just trail design, like yeah, it's, it's not too bad, still for hard, hard breaking into a corner mostly mm-hmm. where they happen. You just get up. Yeah, and you can fix Big that a little hole. bit, but we saw that happen on Simple Green where you fix it and kind of just just change where it hits. Yeah, right. Because yeah. then you start other people or certain people start writing other sections faster or slower, yeah. and then break harder in new sections. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's just part of the game. I, we don't have to talk about all the details, but I know as a plan, because you post it on your Instagram at Squilliam, um, that you're starting on Double Wide next week. That excited. is the big news. I am very excited. Excited yes. for the plan. Y'all got some cool stuff. Yeah, Josh and I did a full walkthrough today. Get our our game plan together. Definitely not as many changes as last time. Mm-hmm. Still a few, and some a, a few 
more major changes to the actual landscape of the trail. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. I'm very excited with, uh, what kind of changes are we going to see? Is it more minimal or a lot bigger of, burns? A lot of corner changes, um, of a few like kind of layout changes of corners, like pushing them back or mm-hmm. changing kind of radiuses, um, as well as stacking all of them taller. I'm excited for uh, super taller. A solid year and four months of learning how to build big berms. Mm-hmm. For that to come into play, yeah. like yeah. my perspective on berms is definitely different now than it was last time we did a double wide resurface. Mm-hmm. So that'll that's a big change, and then the very bottom after the second road crossing is going to see like a one third of it see a full, maybe even a half of it see a full layout change. Bottom or top of that? Top of that. I like that. Yeah. Control some speed. Control yep. some water better. Yeah. Completely new trail. Mm-hmm. You just like that bottom section, it just goes by so fast. There's a lot more potential in there for I more trail. It's, it's got some really fun stuff in it, but you do, especially with that S-berm, you just bomb through some good elevation. Those S-berms, you drop elevation so fast. And if you work that trail right through there, yeah, you can get a good couple extra features in that you have some space to work with in there still yeah. so the whole everything above and that will say stay pretty much the same and the mm-hmm. same thing with like you said too when you drop you're moving water faster like that too and that is an area that we have yep. like some good runoff issues right below it and on those features below it and stuff like that too 95 percent of that trail though for over a year now of only seeing oh, a few small touch-ups it's like held up so well yeah it's on really good definitely happy with the last resurface and excited to do another one double wide always is my favorite trail when it's fresh which hasn't happened that many times but you take your dirt jumper through when it's fresh you can technically on it's still not that fun. <laughs> it's kind of scary on a dirt jumper. Like I don't want to be going that fast on a dirt jumper with one brake and little skinny, and not non knobby tires. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll catch it very fresh on the dirt jumper this time. Section by section, like right when it gets finished. Yeah. Let me test that real quick. First lap. You could take your road bike down it, technically. <laughs> you could take it down right now. I mean, I, I'd love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. My road bike might fall apart, but... Yep, just make sure you sign this waiver. <laughs> Especially on your road bike. That's what I'm saying. Man. That's like, that's a The light. trail might have to sign a waiver, too. Ooh, shoot. <laughs> Are you excited for a double-wide resurface, Drew? Yeah. For all that entails in, in your daily life? Back yeah. and delts, baby. Yeah. <laughs> back to rake and back to work. I was thinking, let's just figure out, like, if we go out there and quad pack, let's just get that fence piece and go do our raking and dirt rock pulling with, like, something that we drag behind the quad. Did we throw out the, the I think we did throw out the, the drag. We did. I don't think it really worked that well last time. We could probably. I can't ever remember using Figure that something. Thing. Yeah. Better. But I don't know. I don't think it's that bad, and I think with 
us figuring out the plate compactor with the climb trail and everything like it'll yeah. just be faster yeah only handwork will be like raking and the tops of burns probably yeah and i think all of that we've gotten better at climbing trail yeah. lower squat rack redo all of that like we've gotten a lot need to more go check on the entrance to down dusty see how that's held up i mean it's been rained on a couple times it looks good but that's kind of how we probably do it using now. A, like a repack mm -hmm. um don't like really just a repack on the landing of the um whale tail yeah but other than that looks great might need the plate compactor for that yeah it was sketchy we're gonna be right Did you on quad you. pack it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you're gonna sketchy. have to stay busy be right on you yeah 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 we're gonna bust ass and try and knock it out and we're fast as fuck boy quick time yeah and hopefully if we can do it right and work fast and smart knock out each section basically in a week that way the trail can stay open every weekend if we do it right it's a big ask it is a big ask but yeah. we might be able to make that happen maybe i would say let's assume spectate expectations there might be some days coming up over the weekends where parts of double wide might be closed yeah but we'll do our best to try to keep it open every weekend fully but you know yep even if we don't finish one second doesn't mean lower sections can't be reworked or like as we get partway through like we don't finish middle section doesn't mean you can't ride upper section to say senior discount or something like that yeah. so like even as we go through and if we do have it at close for an extra friday or saturday or something there's probably still be options to hit parts of it yeah do our best but might might hit a day or two where it's closed if you come out it definitely would help with in our rainy season with trail wear if we can get tires on it mm -hmm. as soon as mm -hmm. possible tires are the best packer yeah. even once it's packed but yeah that's a big that's the big news i know it's been a long time coming i think we've been saying we're gonna resurface double wide for like three months now but it's happening i'm excited for it yeah is it a resurface or a renaming again no just <laughs> standard resurface procedure i think we talked about there's like definitely Triple some wide. reroutes and some updates but trying to keep its core like feeling yeah. and, and like personality the same like which it's kind of double wide's kind of settled in at this point of the what the bottom it is. will change but only to make it more similar to yeah. the rest of the trail so matching personality across everything yeah. and like it's kind of set in what it is at this point so we're not going to be changing it from like to a green or black or anything like no. it's kind of a staple Yep. It's definitely a staple yep. at this point. Mm -hmm. So, just trying to up it's, the fun factor. It's come a long way since Green Flow Trail. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> it has come a long way since the first. The first. Uh, yeah, but some of the turns on our Green Flow Trail are probably better than the turns on our Blue Flow Trail. What's our Green Flow Trail? Our Moochie baby. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you consider that a downhill trail at this point, a technical downhill trail, uh, green technical downhill. That's why I said we need it to changes the, we, the first yeah, so If we could unify the dirt on our moochie, would be fine. But there's so many lower. like rock patches through there. Yeah. Crazy. 
And then when you get to lower Armucci and how good the dirt is in some of that sections yeah. down there. Yeah. Oh, it's primo down there. Yeah. That yeah. after you do the last like switchback corner, that mm-hmm. dirt right there is so good. Yeah. Just take some of that dirt and move it up top. Yep. Let's do that. Electric need wheelbarrow. A dump truck boy. Electric wheelbarrow. <laughs> Electric wheelbarrow. I ain't gonna <laughs> go all that fast. <laughs> I know. It's it's wistful thinking. It could happen. It could. Yeah. Need to get some dirt fairies out there. Yep. Some dirt for us. Yeah. Cap it all. And we still need to find a good way to sift it. The rock bucket that you have is good, but it still does leave a lot to be desired in getting rocks out that we're looking for for like the fine tune finishing. But then, yeah, but that's can, so fine of a layer level. Yeah, but you can do different sifting if you're doing a quarry, right? Because you're not trying mm-hmm. to do it on site with a bucket. You could take something to make it more specific for yeah. filtering a bucket's load of dirt and the quarry scenario. They make like you can get a sifter. I'm sure you can get one for excavator too, but. You can get a sifter skid steer bucket. That actually like shakes and everything. It shakes and it fully sifts the dirt and everything. That's probably nice. That's it seems fucking like fucking expensive. Yeah, it seems like an actual quarry operation type of thing. But. Honestly, probably just need a rock crusher and just run all the dirt through the rock crusher and then mix it. Mix what's left. Honestly, that'd be probably sick. Yeah. Because then you're getting the rock that's with the dirt crushed up as like a finer thing in there. Like, it just, it's like sand. Yeah. It's like little gravel yeah. particles that just I mix pull them and together and water drainage, all that fun stuff. That'd be honestly sick. Let's start Googling rock crushers. I bet there's some <laughs> cool homemade design rock crushers. I've looked up rock crushers. They're even more expensive than a sifter. Yeah, but what about homemade <laughs> rock crushers? Like a Fab Rats one or something. Like, are you like, like it should have a Seven sign. three turbo yeah. diesel rock crusher. Yeah, like something that should have a sign next to it. It's like, don't put your arms in this. <laughs> very dangerous, but very effective. Welcome back, buddy. His hand said again in the middle of everyone. He's like, y'all got microphones. Well, I got my bone then. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be like y'all. He is like us. Yes. Will's uh, mom requested that we put Chance on the microphone, so he's fulfilling that request right now. This is Chance enjoying his bone, not really knowing what's going on. He's just hanging around. Is this a puppy ASMR? This is a hundred pound dog ASMR. (laughs) It's no puppy. (laughs) Drew and I were laughing as we were riding back together. I was like, oh, Drew, it's it's so cute how Will just now, like, kind of fully realized how big Chance is, actually. Do you think he's 80 pounds? I was like, yeah, this dog was 80 pounds when, like, almost a year ago when he was, like, one year old then. Yeah. He lays on you. He's and a big like, boy. <gasps> <laughs> Just about knocks the wind out of you. Yeah, so his favorite thing in the morning when he'll come and like wake me up is like, oh, do you want some pets? And he's like, yeah. And so he'll come and he'll sit against me and lay the rest of his weight across my chest. Yeah. I, <laughs> you can't you, breathe. You think I don't know how big Chance is. <laughs> chance doesn't know how big Chance is. <laughs> No. He has no clue. That's because he's my dog, and it only affects me so much because I'm a pretty big guy too. Yeah. So, it's, but it is when it's someone else. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's big. When his, he plays his with paws Gunner, are almost the size of my fist. Yeah, and that's that's the size of Gunner right now. But Chance will put his chest just like 
on Gunner's back and just like lay down. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I got you, little dog." He's like, "Yeah, you're so much bigger than that dog. <laughs> it's not fair." And then Charlie the hippopotamus will just bully Chance. Because mm-hmm. once again, Chance doesn't know how big he is. Uh-huh. Well, if it's backyard, Chance just like takes it, takes it, takes it until he runs off because he's got speed on him. Yeah, if it's in the building, he just gets bullied, just straight yeah. bullied. <laughs> He'll do the washing machine is what I call it. He'll just do the spin away, throw the butt at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my move. Just and throw. then go back in for more. <laughs> yeah. I got away. Okay, now more. Yeah, he wild. Oh, I think he's getting it now. He's figure, He finally is figuring out at two years old how to actually chew a bone. Yeah. Like break it apart and everything. He's used to have that bone and you sit on it for six months just trying to lick the flavor on the inside out and not figuring out bones. Mm-hmm. But now he's just going to crush the bone and throw the bone on the All floor over the place. so it's going to be like stepping on legos randomly <laughs> bone shards in your heel yeah thanks buddy yeah that's our puppet dog that's our puppet dog well what's the big news for this week then well we've finished the climb trail finally yeah Ooh. it does I, y'all did all the work like and, and you did all the machine yeah, work yeah you didn't do anything <laughs> yeah, I, was out there. I did some rake and screw off but I mean this is one that Drew and Jason put most of the most of the yeah. drawer work into and it's man still it's like it's awesome to see if you get getting finished and done and everything like that yeah. I, I probably would have traded you what I probably would have traded you but me for you yeah you would have passed this one up maybe it's a no, lot I'm of just work kidding. it's been it's been alright it was a lot of I mean it's, it's a lot of just three weeks again four weeks it's probably four. Four, just like the original climbing trail, though, right? Just but four it's weeks four just like since grind. we started, and that was there's like rain days and yeah. all that. So that's stuff why it's in like there. three, actually. Yeah. So it's like just but like the OG one, but the first, like the first original one, we didn't really finish it. We just walked on it. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about it that. Just yeah. a, it was just like rake and then never foot packed. Finish. Never yeah. packed. It was just walked. Because uh, I, I was like, man, we didn't we didn't play compact the old one at all. No. We like on some areas we slap packed edges with shovels. We tamped in the edges. We with did our do feet. some tamping, and then yep. we did some footwork. But we did do some heart blade tamping. We had the tamp up there for a we while. Did. But, the tamp um, suck. Tamp sucks. Yeah. it was just walking on the edge, mm-hmm. pushing in the soft, and like shoveling the side side. Yeah. So and then it was just tires. Like to be honest, we the very last straight I stopped plate compacting it any like with any serious effort because it was like. So much rock, so much tossed up loam. I was like, it's flat enough where it's like, it's just going to be tires now. Yeah. And, and tires will do a lot. The but... tires will pack in that loam good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The plague impactor sucks on rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we were that's, sitting there. That's the exact thing that prompted me to like ask for like ear protection. Plate compactor on the rocks. rocks. On the rocks, yeah, because yeah. it hits like a higher frequency, and you're just like, oh, yeah. you're just stunned. Always <laughs> on at least a little bit of rock. Yeah, especially the higher up you got. On and if you hit trail. it, hit a good rock, and it's like bouncing the entire thing around and making so much noise. But we finished it all up. Will Drew finished up his little bridge, and we we're wrapping it up. I was like, the tools we need. God, you're so dumb sometimes, Chance. Need to get the tools, and Drew's like, "Well, you bring the tools to me. I'll take it down with the quad." I was like, "I can carry them." He goes, "Well, you gotta get the plate compactor down." 
<laughs> I look over to play compactor. I'm like, wow. You know, you know, you know he left something. You know, you didn't bring with the play compactor. What? The you water tank know. on the front of it. You watched me take the water tank off to put oil in it. Oh, it's just an empty so, piece of plastic. Yeah, it's sitting up there. Oh. On the top of the trail. The water tank that we'll never use for the plate compactor. Right. It, we're never going to use it, but it's basically just trash on the trail. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> why'd you take it off? I just told you put oil in So why didn't you put it back on? Because we didn't need it to put it back on. <laughs> I made sure to like move it back into the trail so you would see it and be like, oh, maybe what is this? Well, So, so anyways, next time you do a top lap on your e-bike, you have to carry that water tank with you down. All yeah. right, deal. All right. So anyways. I, had I started a, blasting. <laughs> I had to push that freaking plate compactor. That took way longer than I was going to take. You don't have to push the plate compactor. It pushes itself. It goes by itself. It You're takes, going downhill. It takes freaking forever. You have to like just gently like a nice easy stroll down the mountain. Now, if you do that, it ends up going off the edge. Because you did you it. Still have to, you still have to guide it. Yeah. Because yeah. you did a mid to semi-decent job on your trail slope outslope outslope is the word for it. we sorry you told me that earlier i couldn't remember yeah it. but no if it's going if it's going to go off the edge that means the outslope is good yeah that's a mid to semi-decent it wasn't good but it would go towards outside edge over yeah. over a straight or so <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say joe um i don't know let me address these dings Ding ding! Your the stroll, something about his long walk down the mountain with the plug and It just takes forever. It does it's... take forever. Um. Oh, I was gonna say, but you can thank this guy for making the climb trail three times as long. Yeah, we ate twice. Twice as long. We did talked you, about. Did you measure it out? Well, yeah. What is the total distance? I measured on the e bike at point eight. That's fair. We talked about it today. Because that was a funny perspective. It is way easier to pedal. But then, like, Caesar, I saw him when I was working on it before I, like, went on vacation for Christmas and everything. And he's pushing his downhill bike up. And he goes, this feels like it's way longer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. Because especially if you're pushing a bike that's longer, like, leaning into the handlebars and everything yeah. like that, which is a different experience for than just walking up the hill. Yeah. Like, hiking no bike, you can kind of, like, fly up it a little bit. Yeah. Pushing that whole way, you're like, God, dang. Yeah, it's a push. Yeah, so there's that weird like perspective where it's it's longer if you're walking. The For other sure. one wasn't like I mean it was a lot of effort, but time wise it didn't take that long if you're like walking or pushing because it's just point four miles. Like how long yeah. I can you know, only take so long on point four miles. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of. And the walking versus biking pace was about the same. Yeah. Like a little faster biking, I mean, e bike, I was just happy, like biking a regular bike versus walking is not that much. It was a little bit faster. Y'all would like you'd watch people leave you if you were just walking it, but then you'd catch up to them, and then they'd leave you, and they'd catch up to them, then they'd yeah. leave you. Mm -hmm. But it's way better. Yeah, we've got a lot of good feedback already on it. Uphill berms, those guys today, uphill berms were good. Mm -hmm. Those guys today were just like. I mean, I was watching them. Was just, like, they were just running laps. Up and I down, just, up and I down. I would just pull the... Um, were they going all the way to bottom or stopping mid-mountain? Midway. Yeah. There for a second, it was midway, but yeah. Because yeah. I would see them like, coming back up. I would just pull the plate back to the side, and they'd go by. and 
come back up for another lap like three minutes later. I was like, yeah. I'm just running it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check on Strava and see what the KOM for the for that climb was previously. I bet it's faster now on an e-bike. Total time top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just fly up it. As you said, momentum through the turns goes a long way mm-hmm. in overall pace. Like, yeah. Especially on that. But um, speaking of that, um, wouldn't it be cool to be able to like update the Trava, Strava segments? Like to make it the new. This will be a trail. new one. This will have to based off. Of I've GPS, never, like. I've never done it before. I've like I've looked up how to do it, and I don't think it's that hard to create a segment. I don't know how you go about like changing a segment yeah. though. Yeah. So just you don't really change it. You create a new segment, which would be like upper squat rack V two or upper squat rack twenty twenty four. And then, like, just off of popularity, because the other one's not going to get ridden as much, that's going to be the one that gets GPS tagged, because right. you're following that GPS track now. No one's riding the old GPS track, so it's just new segment on Strava. So yeah. whoever, like, creates mm-hmm. the segment for The problem is, what happens is getting to segments before other people, I guess, right? So making, or, like, ownership of a segment. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, we have ones, like... None of us have ever created segments. It's mm-hmm. always been... Other it's people. funny because some of it we is had segments for all the trails the before we even race. opened mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was the go nuts race stage there's other ones out there but it's because like if those get ridden the most those are ones that get like auto tagged or like shown in people's feeds it's like longer ones you can go create the same segment it's off of a one route we can go create the seg- same segment that's like 0.05 miles longer and it's like basically it seems like double wide, but now it's a new segment and it's double wide two or something like that. Yeah. But then it's just like ownership. And I, I don't know, at a certain point, Strava has to have some type of management, not have like 22 different segments that are all like on top of each other. Yeah. yeah I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm sure and they I'm do. Sure they have like sc- prevent you from cre- like recreating a segment. <clears throat> yeah. But. Is that other project secret? Uh, Topo? Um, it doesn't really apply to anyone as of now. So, not secret? Or not relevant? Um, I mean, all, all it is really is a incredibly detailed topographical map that we have acquired well that yes but also mapping out the trails exactly the the way it will affect everyone is sick in mapping which i guess that part of it we can hold off on until we're closer to releasing that but it basically gives us a much more accurate way of mapping the property and all of its trails Mm -hmm. um to be continued but the top of the map is sick it's every foot and a half that's pretty accurate it's crazy like you can you can see everything on it it's pretty cool yeah like a, a standard but, a standard like national park top of the map is is typically at 40 foot incre- increments mm-hmm. and then what i saw was a. Uh, 
like even the back slopes we've created is yeah. changing the geography. Yeah. It's really cool to look at, check out. It it's I I'm sure you can find it yourself on it's on a Google Earth Pro. I'm sure you could I think it's it's free to get Google Earth Pro and you could probably pull it all up yourself. Mm-hmm. But it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I got, like maps and stuff like that. Yeah. That's why that, I was wondering. I do too. I've I've got my own little secret plan Ooh. with all that. Um clue y'all in on. But yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Also, Josh has been working diligently on a better status page. Is that going on the website, Blair? Yeah. Trail status? So. Yeah, we went to do trail statuses and uh on the like shop board, like TV as well. Yep. So all that live in the shop with all the dirt conditions, trail closures and everything and with everything segmentized, segment segmented and everything. What was it? Thirty two trails? Dang. Yeah. That's I mean, like, that, that's splitting some things up into like multiple sections. Like backwoods is upper, middle, and lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but all said and done, it's a lot. That's quite a few. Yeah, it's a couple. That's, that's eight cool. couples. What else? What else we got going on? What's up? What's new for the new year? New year, new us. Got any resolutions? Ride more. Ride more. Ride more other places. That's good. Yeah. I didn't, I haven't gotten my, my tracker, but I need to track my laps this year. Hit a thousand. I mean, it's laps total. Yeah. Total laps. You're just going to click park or, just, or anywhere here at the park. Dang. He's going to like get like a clicker. You just click every time you take a lap. Yep. He's the one in the shop. It'll roll over at a thousand. We don't ever no, use that, it. It's ten thousand. Yeah, oh, it's ten thousand. Yeah, you can Can't get a smaller one than that though. Can you? You want to be able to keep it in your pocket or something like that. I'll just leave it in my trailer and click it at the end of the day. That's fair. Yeah, just gotta count them. So, at least three laps a day. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, summertime will be easy. I can knock out like 10 after work every day yeah and weekends all i gotta do is like 20 laps a weekend not too bad yeah easy peasy one day a week you can definitely do that yeah yeah that's that's one of my my goals what's your goals for the new year drew uh resolutions resolutions the big one was readdressing my relationship with alcohol so be working on that that's a good one yeah very professional way to say that yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know for future business endeavors but trying for that um that was the only one i've thought about maybe Working on sugar after that, but one at a time. <laughs> one I like sugar so much, though. I know. Sugar's so good. Right, Zach? <laughs> Got them Krispy Kremes, boy. Bitching. <laughs> <laughs> and Blair? Well, I'd probably ride more and more places. We were talking about that earlier today. Yeah. And also, I want to try to get some more uh, snow. 
I'll get a little extra additional snow time in this season if I can fit it. Ooh. But that's maybe, about maybe it. make a beach mountain trip. Uh, maybe. Go play their disc golf course in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. That seems well, dangerous for skiers. It'll be nice and grassy of where all the disc golf course is. It's all oh, blower snow on the I anyway. much prefer like a little bit more powder chasing, but what? Lame. Let's go <laughs> ski some ice, dude. <laughs> if you're off this weekend, you can have spuds. I think he's if you want to get your warm up laps in, I think he's trying to go to Catalucci this weekend. No. I'm like, I get some hours of <laughs> No, I'm not going to pay to ski the East. East Coast, baby! <laughs> Southeast. Southeast Coast, too. Man. No, That's I'd rather save stuff. my bucks for a Park City trip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's my, like, my skiing funds are limited. Oh, and you don't have skis, though, do you? No. Yeah, so he, he has a skis that he keeps with him. So you like, yeah, and then you got to rent East Coast shit, skis. Yeah, shitty East Coast skis. <laughs> yeah. Ride shitty East Coast skiing. That's great. Yeah, I'd, re- I'd rather save my bucks for uh, some real some real skiing. That's definitely fair. Some pow. Are we, pow. are we hopeful for record amount of snow? Or is that not? I don't know if it's going to be as good as last season, but I think it's like my my brother said at one point they were still expecting a good season, like based off of. Well, we got like we got a couple days last year, like two days. What are we expecting this year? Record season? Two inches? Not here. Not here. Out there. Out there. Oh. No. We could get a record season here, though. El Nino. Yeah. Might get. Just tons of rain. <laughs> tons of rain. Cold rain. We love that. Actually, we did get some sleet the other day. We did. Did you? Briefly. Briefly, yeah. Yeah. Was it cold? It was cold. It was very cold. It's cold and that made it wet. My dad texted me this week. He was like, hey, send me pictures of the snow. It's not snowing, dog. What? It's just cold. <laughs> <laughs> was there a chance of snow? Yeah. Oh. It well, tried. a chance of rain and then it was very cold. <laughs> Chance is cleaning my shins off right now. He's like a good Amish man, just mm-hmm. going for the ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew has a whole book of Amish jokes he's been like <laughs> collecting around Halloween time and now he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> to play some disc golf. So when are we going to play next? Uh, are you working this weekend, Blair? I am. I'm on for like the next eight days now. Oh, loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Need to play a game with Jason up in Dalton. Mm, that was a fun yeah. course, too. A good check-in for my wave. Yeah. My, my badass drive now. See how many <laughs> trees I can hit. There you go. Drew's got the world record distance driver. Yeah. I the, can't throw the it. First world driver, record distances. <laughs> the first driver I've seen Drew own in a long time. The Rolo? No, not the Rolo. <laughs> the boss. Oh, uh, the boss. Yeah. <coughs> Have you gone out and thrown it yet? Yeah, I like it. Have you thrown it in a game or just in a field? Uh, I don't do much field work anymore. Oh. So just, just played game a game, only. just ripped it. Saw what it could do. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I got to work on getting it past Will's forehand 
with my backhand, but <laughs> we'll get there. You think forehand's the strongest shot? Like, can everyone that throws, like, big distances always do forehand? No. No, big okay. distance is backhand. I think forehand is easier for athletic beginners in mm-hmm. the disc golf. So, like, if you know how to throw a baseball, then you're going to throw forehand basically the same. So Yeah. It translates pretty well. Quickest to pick up, but I think long, long term longevity, like backhand's probably the way. Yeah, it's a lot easier on your shoulder. I'm a big backhand thrower right now. I was a backhand thrower in ultimate frisbee. Like flicks were okay for me, but yeah, um, I'm leaning heavily into the backhand right now in disc golf. Mm-hmm. I don't have a good flick at all. I don't have a good forehand at all. You've lost it? Yeah. I had it at one point when we first started playing. My yeah. my backhand was trash, and I was like, oh, my flick's going pretty good. It could have been just a disc I was throwing. But like, yeah, probably. They were bombing at one point, and then I'm like, nah, inconsistent as hell. Mm-hmm. That was what my forehand was. So I went all backhand. That That's, sounds like Will's forehand, inconsistent yeah. as hell. So I started... <laughs> More consistent than yours. <laughs> That's right. I started playing by only throwing tomahawk overhand, like regular baseball. And then I started doing sidearm, which is the forehand, and then switched to backhand. So, like, I've gotten a lot of time with the backhand now, and I can, like, kind of reliably go back to those throws sometimes. You cannot go back to a forehand, dog. Your forehand sucks now. It hits, Not when I need it. It hits sometimes. It hits <laughs> when sometimes. I need it and, it and it comes through and I'm just like, yeah, I still so, got it. Yeah. So there's that one guy that throws like the tomahawk on like everything. Wolf or whatever. Jake Wolf. Yeah, Jake Wolf. I just start randomly seeing his reels. Yeah, like, literally, he's crazy. Oh, you're like, you're what? What? What are you doing? Like every putts, everything. He literally tomahawks like every single fucking throw. <laughs> He doesn't want to learn backhand. He doesn't want to learn That's anything. Like the evolution of Will in the and his disc- Who's the super famous um, disc golf player that I think he was big in Ultimate too. That uh, putts tomahawk. I don't know. He was on Dude Perfect a bunch. The, the, there was a really good disc thrower on Dude Perfect. A couple of them, but they got so freaking dialed. If you watch their old like disc videos. Mm-hmm. They sat there forever just throwing discs and throwing discs and throwing discs in, like, ridiculous scenarios. Yeah. Hours, time. Mm-hmm. That they're probably pro disc golfers now. Maybe. Get a picture of that puppy dog passed out on your leg. Look, he's just all worn out. He's like, shoot, y'all, it's all late. What are y'all doing up in my bed still talking? Yeah. <laughs> even we last are in night. His bed. I know, dude. Even last night, I was gone for a week. He's pumped when I got home. Yeah. You were passed out already. He's like... I caught him off guard. I don't even know if he heard the van. So I uh, opened the door and he's just sticking his head around this cr- uh, corner. Yeah. I think he's probably stuck under the guest bedroom bed and he's like crawling his way out. <laughs> but so he, like, he's like, I called him and you like see him look at me and like face gets startled and he's like lights up and he like gets all excited. But then even all of that, he was pumped. He followed me around all freaking night while I was doing laundry and everything like that. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. Like, Come on, buddy. And he comes out here gets on the couch and won't even like sleep with me yeah like, it's been a whole week you know you want to stay with me buddy he's like no 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 to be fair with your presence here he did get closer towards your room <laughs> did he he slept at my door the entire time <laughs> <laughs> was, that's hit that would be a spot so 
now he's over here on the couch. He was he's at closer. Your, you could like see him and hear him at your yeah. door. <laughs> he would like <laughs> uh sometimes he'd get up or like wherever he is in the house, he'd come over, plop down, and then just start chewing on his bone right at the door. <laughs> so it's called a scuba. This is Brody Smith. Look up oh, uh, Brody yeah. Smith scuba. Is that what it's called? He just kind of like launched that over. Yeah. He it's like you just throw the disc like over overhead upside down. It, yeah, upside down. Yeah, that guy just silly throws out there. So Brody now. Smith used to be on Dude Perfect. Yeah, that's interesting because I did know that he was like a trick shot guy. Yeah, but now he's kind of like the outspoken personality in disc golf. Yeah, while kind of being pro, he's like top fifty guy. I guess that's but, so silly. Yeah, you see a lot of him in the Instagram reels world. Which also makes sense of why he's kind of like already popular and stuff too. He's got yeah. like a background following. Mm-hmm. I do recognize the name, so that makes sense. Yeah. Here it is, Brody Smith Scuba Highlight Reel. <laughs> Just a bunch of scubers. <laughs> Big trick shot guy. It's just so weird, but like yeah, the wolf guy, I mean, he's got his own like probably disc just designed around like how specifically he wants to throw tomahawks. Like He could. <laughs> I think he's trying to get to that point. And I mean... If you keep pushing, just, that's your go-to. And if I mean, he might invent something new. He's got just some, by him trying something. He's got some long throws with it. When you look he at sends those, them out there. When you look at those tomahawks, the path that they follow, you're like going over trees over far right, so yeah. that it arcs around heavy left because of the way it fall, it flies mm-hmm. when you're doing that. Like it's just wild. But to me, it's the same thing as like playing rollers, like just. Like, let's play some regular disc I think golf, that's more frisbee than rollers. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. I hate seeing the rolling on the ground stuff, especially when it's purposeful. Like, oh. But the one I haven't seen recently is, and I think I'm close to if I line up some of my discs, because you laugh about it, is people skipping it in a basket. I only make fun of your throws because they do skip I, if you could control your skips that would be impressive because i have some of those high skips that go mm-hmm. up like that i've been seeing but it it's like you're trying to like throw it and make it close to the basket and it just takes off skipping these people are like intentionally skipping and it gets close to the basket i know i know i know <laughs> just need to apply apply the principle behind it better but like yeah but that's pretty cool yeah but yeah i, I always say the tomahawk is closer to being cool and more frisbee than the rolls that's so yeah like, i'm not trying to watch bowling down a, a but a forest what's interesting is is there's another throw called the thumber which is the opposite of a tomahawk so one of them will go to the right one of them goes to the left so i'm sure he could mix that in help elevate his game but maybe he is and i just don't recognize it maybe can't tell the difference not that not looking that closely to be fair also i tried to show will like the pterodactyl throw which is some very obscure you like cock your arm up and then like bend over and then throw above your head to launch it that's one you need to youtube but that one is Instant i've seen roller yeah <laughs> that one's a little silly but i have seen that one like work and that one has a crazy flight path I'll have to show you later. It's wild what these little kids be doing out there now. I don't know. There's 30-year-old kids out there. 
<laughs> well, that's enough disc golf for today, I guess. Uh, is it our anniversary yet? No, that's 11 days away. Next week. Next week? Yeah. Dang, man. Let's give you the false weather report for the weekend. Ooh. Potential rain on Saturday. Potential rain Saturday. Tomorrow, looking cloudy, high of 48, low at 27. Saturday, 70% chance of rain, high of 50, low of 38. Sunday, cloudy, low of 36, high of 50. Couple cold days, Couple some cold rain. Days in there. Really, 50 is not that cold, though. Nah. Nah. It was. 50's nice these days. Yeah, 50's mm-hmm. nice these days. But might the day to, got up to 50, but it windy. Might have to ride my bike yeah. tomorrow with that 50. Sheesh. I'm in. Some lunch laps or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Got the Trail Yeti checks. running. The Yeti's running good. Feel good about that because I'm frustrated with the e bike, but we'll get that taken care of. Same. Man, that's crazy. Am I the only one with a working e bike? Josh's is working too. Yeah, and Josh's. Yeah. Jared's is working. Well, his is brand new. I'd hope his is working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine mine broken. This is what you want to buy mine, Drew? That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying you, y'all should get give, some e bikes. What are y'all doing? Then cut me a deal on your e bike. We'll just trade basically. So here here's a more <laughs> in depth update, and this is off my radar. The rain chance is ninety percent chance around twelve AM and that decreases slowly to zero by 12 p.m. on Saturday. Which so. one's which? Which one's which? 12 a.m. would be the morning time. Mm-hmm. 12 a.m. would be midnight. Mm-hmm. 12 I'm p.m. Following is now. noon. So okay. raining overnight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So raining overnight into the morning and then nice for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, Tuesday is going to be a heater. 100% chance of rain greater than two inches of precipitation possible. Shoot, going to really get that dirt turned up. Computer day. Get that dirt turned up on double Y before it rains so we got something to soak in. You're going to be in the machine. Don't Don't worry, I'll be working in the mud making a mess for y'all. Yep, I know. Hell yeah, brother. You know, you know. Well, that's all we got. I know we got the uh, Winter Race League getting announced here soon, so be on the lookout. Nice. Um, Ooh, late episode drop right there. Yeah. yeah. Just be on the lookout, but I have something for y'all soon. And besides that, hope to see you out. Come ride some bikes. Yeah. Come ride some bikes. We'll be here. Heck yeah. Well, I'll be there tomorrow. Come ride some bikes with us. Yeah. We we'll, won't be riding bikes that much, but we'll be there anyway in spirit. Yeah. So. Uh, if you're hearing this on your drive-in tomorrow, tell us what you want to see on Double Wide. I know Kyle's gunning for a a fatty 90-degree right hip that he's going to 360 and land just fully sideways on the landing of because <laughs> all you got to do is 270 to make it perfect. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you get a 360 the whole thing, why doesn't he work on doing a 360 first? He said he he shook on it. He said, if you build a right hip right here, I will 360 it. So I've, I'm forcefully obligated to do that. <laughs> going to have to do it. Going to have to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, he's going to have to do a 360 on it. Uh-huh. We're holding him to it. 
Yep. We're going to film it either way. Yep. You're not going to build it, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. It's too wild. No, it's just not the spot for it. Yeah. All right. Okay, you. Okay, you. Okay, you. Say it, Chance. Mm-hmm.